This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to welcome back Hannah Hall. Hannah is wife to a worship pastor and is a stay-at-home mom to five kids. Hannah is passionate about bringing God's glory wherever she is and in whatever she's doing, whether it be in the midst of training one of her five kids, through discipling younger women, or through writing little books for little readers. She is the best-selling author of over 30 children's books and lives with her family in a small town in Arkansas, and I am thrilled to welcome you back to the podcast. Hannah, great to have you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I so enjoyed the last recording we did, so I'm really looking <laughs> forward to the verse you have for us today. Well, good. Well, I hope I don't disappoint. I know God's word will not disappoint, so we'll just go with that. Let's do it. Um, uh, the verse is Proverbs nineteen twenty one. It says, many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. All right. So why don't we begin by you're putting this in your own words. So let's go there. How would you summarize Proverbs nineteen twenty one? I would say we can make our plans. We can try to keep control, but it is God who is in control. Mm. Boy, that's the truth, isn't it? Yes, it is. So how have you seen this verse lived out in your own life, Hannah? Well, this one has a very personal connection for me because it really, um, God really just made it, like illuminated this verse to me at a certain season in my life. Um, it was actually just at the beginning of my writing career, and I had written my first book, and I wanted to get it published, as we often do. And I, I didn't know what to do. I was praying a lot about it and researching, and I finally decided I needed to take it to a writer's conference. And at these conferences, you get to pitch your books to editors to see if they'd like to publish it. So I mean, I prayed over this. I planned this as best I could possibly plan it. I was very pregnant. I was leaving my husband with two kids at home. I was spending a lot of money to go to this conference. This thing had to be planned perfectly. And, I, and it had to have a good ending. You know, in my in my mind, there had to be a good outcome. And so I found the writer's conference that I wanted to go to because there was a particular editor that was going to be there. And I knew if anybody's going to publish this book, it's going to be this guy. And so I made all my plans. I got to this conference with my manuscript in hand. And then this guy doesn't show. The editor does, <laughs> does not come. And yeah, it was it was disappointing to an, a degree I had never experienced before. Yeah. Um, but at this particular conference, um, that appointment was simply rescheduled. They just rescheduled me with another editor. So, and I looked her up. I didn't know anything about her. I looked her up in the conference handbook and the manual and right next to her name, it says in big capital letters, she is not interested in meeting with authors about picture books. And what do I have <laughs> but a picture book manuscript, you know, and I, and I, I'm, pretty shy. I didn't particularly want this meeting was nerve wracking anyway. So I really considered canceling and my better judgment got a hold of me. And I thought I might as well meet with this woman. This was not in my plans, but it'll be good practice pitching my book to her. Mm -hmm. um, and so I sat down with her. I pitched my picture book. Sure enough, she was not interested in it. But through our conversation, um, we talked about me writing for them down the road. I didn't think that much about it, but I left that conference. Um, with not no one interested in my picture book, but she did contact me later and 
that relationship with her, that initial meeting turned into my first published book, a board book that I wrote for her. And then after that, that turned into a series Hmm. of 11 books. So I went to this conference with a plan to publish this one book. And in the end, God changed my plans and I published 11 books Hmm. because of that swisheroo that God devised that I would have never, you know, I didn't want to meet with her. I, I wanted to cancel it. And yet he, he turned things for the better. Hmm. He, he took my plan and he made it better. And so this verse, it, it became sort of my, my writing verse, my life testimony, really, hmm. that I have my plans and I like to be in control, but God's plans for me are better always. So one question we'd like to ask about the verses we look at is this, what do we learn about God from this passage? Because that's a great question to ask about any passage of God's word. So how would you answer that question? What do we learn about the Lord here? Well, this is a great passage about the sovereignty of God, the that God is entirely in control. He is on the throne. He is God and we are not. Hmm. Um, and so that's something, it's just, it's humbling to me. It's, it humbles me that I'm not in control, but that God is, is in every situation, he is working things for our good and for his glory. I mean, it's that famous, we all love uh, Romans eight twenty eight. We know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who've been called according to his purpose. So even when our plans go poorly, I mean, even when, you know, what we want doesn't turn out at all. In my case, it turned out better, but a lot of times it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, there's plenty of times we make our plans and things go badly, but we trust that God is sovereign, that he is in charge, and that he's working things for our good, even when it doesn't look like what we expected. It will make us more like Christ, and that is better than any outcome we could have planned. Yeah, that's so true. So given that, why is it so hard to actually live this verse out in that way and actually trust <laughs> him that things are actually for the good? Well, I like in the in the NIV, it the of course the translation's a little different. It says many are the plans in a person's heart or a man's heart. And the trouble is is that our hearts are deceitful, you know, above all things and beyond cure. Right. So we we are plotting things in these these hearts that are tainted by sin or shot through with sin. And so right. we are going to try to be in control because we are sinful. I am I want to be in control because I'm selfish and sinful. It is it is hard to let go and think that um that I'm, I can't handle this, but it's just true. I can't handle this. I can't be in control. And we're not just talking about like sinful things. We're talking about even right. like good things that right. we want to be in control of. Right, exactly. I'm a mom. I need to be in charge of the affairs of my family. I need to mm-hmm. take care of them. And I, you know, God does give us the wisdom to be able to do that for sure. Um, but there's no moment when he is not guiding us, when he's not leading us, when we don't need him, whether we acknowledge it or not, we need him to be in control because, um, on our own, we're just, we're just not going to be able to do it. (laughs) We just can't hold up under the pressure of this life, even in good things. So if you were in your car with your family and you're running an errand somewhere and you wanted to take a moment and just talk over this verse with them, what would you say to your kids as they're in the back with you? I would say, what is a situation in life where we have seen ourselves, where we've made plans 
and God has turned it around into something different, where he's either made it better or maybe even made it worse, it seems. But we have learned something about him or through it that has caused us to worship him more. Because that's how it will, we, when we become more like Christ in our sufferings or in our good times, we will worship him more. So what's the situation where we've seen that come true? And we see those kind of situations, at least in our family, all the time where we yeah. don't, where things don't work out the way we wanted. Exactly. It's, it's going to happen. We might as yeah. well acknowledge why. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Well, Hannah, once again, it's been great to have you on the podcast. Thank you for pointing us to Proverbs 19.21. Would you take a moment and pray this verse for all of us? I sure will. Father, we thank you so much that um, we may make our plans in our hearts, God, that your purpose will prevail, that your purposes for us are good, that you are for us and not against us. And so we praise you, God, and thank you. And um, Lord, help us to submit our plans to you because you are God and you are sovereign and good, and we can trust you with him. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.